Welcome to the Focus Film Podcast, a drink and an unedited, unplanned chat about film. In episode two, we're joined by Gwyneth Roberts to talk about Netflix, Neighbours and A Place in the Sun. You're hungover, aren't you? I am hungover, yeah. Yeah. How could you tell? Because your voice is a bit deeper. Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A bit raspy. Mm. Well, because I'm hungover, the drink of choice is orange juice. Um, I think Gwillem, who's with us, is more excited about the orange juice than Gareth. Just the vibe I'm getting. That's <laughs> that the vibe I'm getting. I've, no, okay. I've noticed you've taken the one with a fly in it off the table. Yeah, there was <laughs> there was one freshly squeezed this morning, both of them. But I'll one. have it. I'll have some of that. It's fine. Just, the fly just pick out. It's yeah. marinating, adding to the taste. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, you've only brought two oh anyway. God, please don't actually have it. It's going to be so gross. <laughs> Why? It's just a bit fine. It's just a bit... Do you know how many spiders crawl down your throat I, each year? I hate that fact that isn't even a fact. <laughs> like, that, that doesn't happen. I bought it, so I'll have the fly one. You guys I can go see ahead. it crawling to the top. Take- <laughs> it's like, let me out! It's too much vitamin D for one what, uh, fly to handle, Wait, to be fair. I thought this was the non-fly one. Are they, Are they both got Are flies? They both <laughs> no, this one's got no flies in. Okay, this that's why you've opened it. One, yeah. It's full to the brim, so do what Careful. you want to... I'll pour it yeah. out. It's my house. Yeah, if you spill it on your own stuff, then that's... That okay. is full. Yeah, I told you. You've got to have confidence when you yeah. pour. Yeah. The thing is, is it was able to get so full because it didn't have flies in taking space. <laughs> uh-huh. Do you want some? You have some first and then okay. we'll see how we're going. This might last a whole hour and then we won't need to tuck into the... Yeah, that's true, yeah. There you go, mate. Cool. Right, and then I'll pour this one. So this is going to be a sober hour, because last time things got a bit, well, I say leery. They weren't really in the grand scheme of things, but... Um, no, they weren't, but it, it, this is a bit more subdued. In a good way. Subduced. Subdu- like. nice. Oh, stop it. There he is. Well, cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers, cheers everyone. Nice orange. to see you. Let's hope this orange juice is nice. Protein mm. juice. I mean... Mm. You can taste the orange. Yeah, that's good. I'm missing the hint of the flies. Mm. Uh-huh. Right. Um, so, I've, I've sent my list over. I've sent my list over. I've sent mine. <laughs> how, was your, uh, how was the month of watching? All right? Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, to be honest, I, I think... You haven't watched that much. I haven't watched that much, and a lot of the films that came out, I was a bit disappointed in. Mm-hmm. Um... I think TV's been great, but yeah. You've been away as well. Do you watch anything while you're away? No. no. Uh, I watched. Um, I watched the. I've started the absolute epic journey of. There's this uh, anime called One Piece, that's like a thousand episodes long. Yeah. Like it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, and so I've started watching that, and I've been. That's what I was watching on, like the the plane and everything going over, and it's. Um, I think I'm episode like 60. Of a thousand. Uh, of a thousand. <laughs> That's, so I mean... First season's done, but it's gross, isn't it? Is this what you did a poll for? You did a poll yeah. saying which should I... And One Piece won the poll. Yeah, close. It was between One Piece, which had a thousand, Naruto, which has uh, like 700 or something, and then this volleyball one called Haiku, which I think only has like 200, if that. We talk about it on our podcast, talk about, that I'm pretty... It's a big gap in my knowledge. Yeah. Is anime. Yeah. You're the same, are you guys? Yeah, I've only watched a couple of, like... What's he called? What's he called? Ghibli. Ghibli. Ghibli, yeah. I've only watched a couple of Ghiblis, really. Mm. I should watch more. And you're you always saying, you what's this, what's that? But, like, when you say words like a thousand episodes, it makes me feel a little bit yeah, sick. But the ones that I've recommended to you... Are not a thousand. Are not episodes. a thousand. Sure. Like they haven't even reached a hundred mark. Mm-hmm. Or um, one of them's like twenty five or something. Which one's that? Uh, Demon Slayer. I think it's about uh-huh. twenty five or so. Look, I yeah, I know nothing about anime. I wish I did. I don't even know that much about Ghibli. I've only watched two or three. I think of mm. Yeah, I did watch yesterday. There's nine thousand episodes of it. 
the final episode of Neighbours. Oh, Neighbours. Didn't they have Kylie came back? And yeah, he came, came back. back. Jason came back. It's the, pretty emotional, to be fair. The big one that I couldn't believe they got back was Guy Pearce. This is in the whole episode. That's incredible. It didn't even uh, Margot Robbie mm-hmm. come back? She popped in on Zoom. Did she? Yeah, uh, to say well done to Toadie for getting married. Bit of a cop out there, really. Yeah, a yeah, few of them did that. Even Madge, who's dead, she came back. What? She's obviously not dead in real life. Oh, yeah, hold on. Yeah, yeah, the CGI'd her in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus. But yeah, she was there in a bit of a flashback. Um, it's very emotional. I don't know if you were watch Neighbours no. growing no. up. No. My grandparents watch, are big fans. I used to watch it coming in from school about half five. It was on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I thought I owe it to Neighbours. Yeah, yeah. It was good. It's pretty good. Sorry, I know that's off the anime track. No, there. but was it also naff, or was it? Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what you. That's what you need. From... That's what you expect. Is Neighbours in the same sort of vein as like your EastEnders, like yeah. the soap operas? Yeah, but it's a bit softer, a bit cheesier, and it's sunny because it's in Australia. Yeah, yeah. I just sitcoms take so much. I know I've just said something I've watched is like there's a thousand episodes. But I feel like sitcoms is another level of commitment because... You mean soaps? Soap, sorry, not sitcoms. Yeah. <laughs> soaps are another level because it's like, you know, if you miss a night, you're out of it. It's the same thing. Yeah. You've been watching Love Island there. Mum was watching Love Island uh-huh. yesterday. And like, it's just... It's a big commitment. She was watching the final episode of Derry Girls. And I was enjoying it. I've watched it and it's good fun. And then she paused it halfway through and went, oh, Love Island's coming on. And I was like, what? What? Just record it. Yeah. yeah. But... And then skip the ads. Look at that. Mm-hmm. I... Look, I hate Love Island. It's, no. Uh, I genuinely do. Uh-huh. Look, you can't... You're the reason I watched it one year, because we went away and you were watching it, as well as the other people we were away with. And then I was like, well, now I've got to watch it, because I want to know what happens. And I was this year, same as every year, I was like, I'm not watching it. And my girlfriend watches it. And watched a couple of episodes, and then you're hooked. That's how you, it does. You do yeah. want to know what happens, but I haven't watched an episode in maybe 10 days, and wow. I couldn't get less. Really? Yeah. Wow. That doesn't happen often with Love Island. You're in, yeah. you're in. Yeah. I've just kind of drifted off. It's been a blessing for me, because uh, the missus goes upstairs to watch it, mm-hmm. which means I've got a couple of hours mm-hmm. from 9pm 9, 9 to watch whatever I want. Mm. One of An example of which? Uh... Well, neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, well, you have it. a look. You can look at my list. I can, yeah. This well, is what the whole thing's about. Uh, Not much, nothing that interesting, really. With, there's a lot, like Gardener's World. Yeah. Bob <laughs> and Paul Gone Fishing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all the classics. A Place in the Sun. Oh, that's during the day, to be fair. I'm yeah. not watching that at 9pm. Of course not. No, you're not crazy. That's on my lunchtime, that is. 12 o'clock, half an hour of A Place in the Sun. You were a madman. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. You were wild. Oh my god! I feel like if you watch one episode of one of those shows, you've watched every episode of them ever. It's true. However, you start to you ask you ask the person if you're watching it with someone, like, what do you think about this? Would you have that pool? Is that now? And you go, <laughs> yeah. no, that's probably a bit too much room. <laughs> Would you have that pool? Would I like a pool in my house? Well, here's a question yes. for you. Do you want to? Uh, your own pool or do you want it managed so someone looks after it for you these are sort of the nuances I I do know people who've had (laughs) pools and it's a lot to maintain yeah yeah so if you had a maintenance fee yeah 100 quid a month someone comes in chops the hedges sorts the pool out these are the kind of decisions you have to make when you yeah. watch. No, but I, I can't make those decisions. I don't have a pool. To... <laughs> but would you like one? Uh-huh. Hypothetically, would, I would like... it be worth the maintenance fee to keep on top of yeah. it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So I mean, goes, if you have the money to have a house with a pool, you'll have the money to yeah. maintain it, right? You'd assume. Yeah. Well, no, you can, you can be in a complex that has a shared pool. That's maintained. That does sound mm. quite complex. See, these are the sort of things... <laughs> You know? Yeah. <laughs> one thing that actually sticks out on your list, Gaz, is that you've finished season one of Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. Incredible. How are you liking it? Loving it. Uh, it's just joyful, isn't it? It is. I think season two is better as really? well. Really? I started I so. season two. Yeah, I nice. say it. I agree. Whoa. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> um, have a sweet, mate. Gonna have a sweet. You've yeah. asked me a question, Mid Sweetie. Yeah. Um... <laughs> 
There's only going to be one more season, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Season three is the last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm buzzing for it. But I'm not rushing it. I don't like to rush TV. I mean, a thousand episodes, you'd have to... I guess you have to get through it, right? Yeah. You've got... It's just a grind set, isn't it? You get... You're like, okay, I'm ready for bed. First, I'll watch two episodes. Right. How, how long are they? They're like 20 to 25 <laughs> this, minutes. Because we've all had a sweet... This is sounding to us going, oh, They're like 20 to 25 minutes, but like... They've got like a two minute outro song and the first three minutes are like the intro song and then the recaps are really they're about like, like twenty minutes. Yeah. Oh, right. If that. That's a long that's a lot. It is, but <laughs> it's also like I don't know, Stranger Things is probably getting to be about in terms of length of time. Uh-huh. Like similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The MCU's probably longer. Oh, yeah. Like, if you're looking at it, just hours. Time, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched some MCU this month. Is uh, Thor come out this month, didn't it? It did, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thor, Love and Thunder. Um, which, in a really... Like Thor, Love and Blunder. Because <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't very good. Or poor Love and Thunder. Oh. Well, uh, it's interesting, because, Garrett, you, li- oh. <laughs> <laughs> you liked it more than us. I think so, yeah. Um, I, had a, I had a laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, my hot take though and I still maintain this I said it to you Marvel are uh, going to slowly do this over the and coming years and for everyone who's listening on the audio base yeah uh, <laughs> audio don't, don't describe it that. don't describe it <laughs> and by this I mean go down steadily yeah and by this I mean put a middle finger up <laughs> it could have mm. been anything sorry yeah but we're already seeing that like there, there are What's it called? It's called like superhero fatigue or something like that. Mm. And you're already seeing it, you know, people, although people still got excited about it, the the Batman, I think, came and went very, very quickly. And, you know, when uh, you had Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy, everyone was so excited for it because it was new and this new take on the superhero. And I think the MCU, as much as I love it, it will, like, I'm not... I'm excited. But yeah, also I'm like, I, hear, I hear that. Like the last era was there was twenty projects over eleven years or something, mm. and they're doing thirty projects in six years yeah, for this one. Crazy, it's can't a lot. Keep up with it. It's a lot of the TV series. Content. I've almost sacked them off now. Mm. Yeah. I did like Miss Marvel, I'll say, but uh, mm-hmm. but I my approach now is just to treat them each as their own thing. To not go into it thinking, what's this going to add to the franchise? And how's this fit in with everything? Which I can't do. I know you can't. And it, uh, I just, I don't know. I, I still enjoy, like, Dot Strange, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. I'm going to make a prediction here and now that Wakanda Forever is the best film in it. Like, the best made film in the MCU, I think, when it comes out. If, I mean, whoever edited that trailer... Jesus Christ! Have you? Did you, he? Is it, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, it. I mean, I think that looks exceptional. What do you think is the best made MCU film now? So is it not my favorite, but the best made? Yeah. Take your time, mate. Quite yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's maybe Winter Soldier. Hmm. I think I might go with Guardians Two. Guardians Two. Yeah. I think if you actually oh. look at like all everything that went round into it, not looking at like the actual film, but in terms of like the technical looks and all of that, I think Guardians Two is amazing. Wow! Which is annoying because I don't like. I think it's a fine MCU film, but it's not anywhere near my favorite. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's actually really well shot and really well edited and all of that. I disagree with you. My wholeheartedly actually, but that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> really interesting. Because Guardians 2 is often down the hierarchy. Yeah. So, what about you guys? It's a good question. I don't know. I really like um, Ragnarok. Mm. I just liked it. I thought, um, what's it called? Is it not Miss Mar- Mar- uh, Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel was well made because mm. it had the whole 90s vibe. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it looked really good. Um, was wasn't it one of the first proper like they used um, they de-aged Samuel yeah. Jackson for the whole film and, and um, that was quite new wasn't it what's his name the guy who plays Coulson 
Uh, I can't remember his name. But yeah, Phil Coulson. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was really well made. Yeah. I don't know if I watch it again now whether I wouldn't like it as much and as I did. And the scrolls but... look good as well. The scrolls. The aliens in it. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Did you pick? What did you say? I, th- I said Winter Soldier. Is that, oh, I mean, yeah, my favourite's yeah. Infinity War and I do think that it does the mix of characters and franchise the best because it reintroduces you to everyone and I think it works really well. Mm. Um, but I think Winter Soldier is possibly the best made film. Yeah. Which is strange because the Russo brothers since... Like, while they're not attached to Marvel, haven't been quite as great. I mean, you thought both of their projects were misses. Yeah, both Cherry and now the Grey Man. I got on with Cherry all right. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen Cherry. Wow. But we've all... Got an email, mate. I have, yeah. But we've all... Same um... thing. <laughs> was, it, was it Russo Brothers? It was the Russo Brothers, yeah. yeah. Would you mind not chatting to him? Is that... <laughs> but we've all seen the Grey Man. We have? Yeah. And we all find it pretty boring. We're like the not great man. Hey. Nice. Yeah, that's that is all that there is to say about it's that. It's just bit. I mean I'm quite happy although I usually don't care about what other people think about films, like I'm very good at forming my own opinion. I also like to know whether my opinion's in the minority or the majority. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to see a lot of the people who whose opinions I respect when they talk about The Grey Man, is along the same lines of it just being this generic, not very original, not very exciting project um, with, you know, Chris Evans being Chris Evans being an asshole, which is really fun, mm-hmm. but... Nothing else is. Nothing else. I, I think I stole this opinion from Letterboxd, but um, it was a bit like they'd made an algorithm yeah. in film. They'd gone, this is what people watch on Netflix, this is yeah. what they like, let's just make that. It's just crazy to me that this, because the script was pretty dire, it's crazy to me that they can get people like Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans on board when, do you know what I mean? Like they seem to, especially well, Ryan Gosling that seems to. That is, is, isn't it like the most expensive Netflix yeah. film? But, well, you can tell it by the amount of places they go to. Yeah. I think that the action genre has kind of been uh, revitalised by... Tom Cruise and Topman Maverick. I think, I was thinking, like, I think James Bond does, like, incredible things for the action genre. Tom Cruise, in general, does incredible things for action. But I think Top Gun is going to have an effect in a similar way that Get Out did to horror. Mm. So Top Gun, like, out of nowhere, people thought it was going to be good, but, like, really, this big, long-awaited legacy film that was just in my opinion, no, perfect. It's so, so good. Uh, And because it's still an action film and has these amazing action sequences, but also has, it feels like a character study and every character is given a lot to do. I think it's kind of showing that the action genre can be back because it's been very formulaic in recent years. It's like, when you actually look at the film, it's simple. It's not, there's no convoluted twists and... uh, there's no like backstabbing or anything like that. It's just a very nice, simple plot with amazing character decisions and choices, and the act, uh, the acting with those character decisions is fantastic. And yeah, fantastic action scenes. Yeah. So I'm hoping it tells people, you know, you don't need to have backstab upon backstab upon someone backstabbing someone else or sure, whatever. Yeah. yeah. What other eighties? film would you like to see re re a second one of I guess yeah Footloose 2 mm. Electric Boogaloo 2 no I wouldn't be bothered about do you know I'd love to see Sam Raimi do another Evil Dead film but there have been sequels to that already there's a TV show of it as well isn't yeah there are Ash vs Evil Dead yeah I'm gonna get up on Letterboxd some 80s films and have a look Ferris Bueller's Day Off like his son uh-huh. <laughs> called Fer- Ferris Junior yeah, Ferris Junior's day off, nice. Got a ring to it. Mm. Mm. Uh, how about? I mean, uh, there's quite a lot that have been done already, like Indiana Jones yeah. and Blade Runner, and obviously Star Wars. Shining has had a sequel now. It has, yeah. Doctor Sleep. Sleep. Die Hard's had loads. Yeah. What about Beetlejuice? Hmm. Michael Keaton back as Beetlejuice could be fun. Imagine that. Or E.T. E.T. 2. E.T. 2. E.T. 2. 
Home Again. Home Again, oh. yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. And Spider-Man comes in because it's got Home no in the subtitle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm t- oh, I don't know if they'll be able to do it well, but like an airplane sequel. I was saying I'd love to see a, a comedy Who like an airplane that? that's just... Uh, and most of them Kevin Hart Spain. and Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Snakes on an airplane, get Samuel Jackson there. Yeah. Um, Alice, I'm seeing on your list, Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. Correct. Uh, what's that? Well, it's... Uh, have either of you... So you've not heard of I don't know your Auntie you? Donna. No. Yes. You must have watched I, this. Yeah. I haven't watched... So I've watched the first episode, but I've watched what the Auntie Donna's blokes did on, on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they're YouTube guys... And they've now been commissioned a show on Netflix. Oh, yeah. It's a sketch show. So it's okay. three Australian guys, and they just do crazy, weird sketches. Some of them are brilliant. Some of them aren't as good. Like, But they are funny. They are funny guys. Um, and it's just the three of them. However, Ed Helms from The Office and The Hangover, he's done... I think he's a producer on the Netflix show. And in, I think it's episode three, he's in it as the producer and it's like the most stupid sketch is that his name is Egg and he gets annoyed because he finds out that everyone's been crediting him as Ed but his name is Egg Helms what a stupid bit but it's so funny it's really really good mm. I yeah I think Auntie Donna's is great it's been out for about three years or something yeah I think from what I've seen again I've only watched like the first episode and a few odd sketches is they're they're funny on YouTube where they it's not less necessarily that they have restraints with Netflix, but it feels like because they're doing it for more of a wider audience, mm-hmm. it like, yeah, for me it doesn't hit as much. Mm-hmm. But some of their YouTube stuff is very funny, and they are funny guys. Yeah, Australians, mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm. And Kiwis, New Zealand does. New Zealanders. New Zealanders is that New right? Z- yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. New Zealanders. No. That's not right. <laughs> New Zealandians. Like, they're, not, they're not old New Zealands. They're, no, they're newer, newer Zealands. Zealands. Uh-huh. I, is everything in... <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. Um... <laughs> yeah, they're both very funny, yeah. Gareth. Yeah? What is Hitchcock Presents Blackmail? Well, I, I'm glad you asked... Um, on Sky Arts, Hitchcock made a series of 30-minute um, thrillers, basically. Uh, and he present he says a little bit at the start. He goes, hello, everybody. I've made this lovely story here, and uh, I'll be back in a moment. And then it goes to the thing. And this one was about a guy whose wife needed an operation. He got fired from his job. And then some random person phones him and says, I've got a job for you gets shoved in an office, don't know who his boss is. All of a sudden, his boss turns up, just meets him, and he says, right, I'm going to give you $5,000 a year's pay in advance, but you've got to kill this guy tomorrow morning that comes into your office, push him out the window. And he's like, well, but I can't possibly do it. And the guy's like, well, your wife's not going to have an operation. So it was a bit of a thriller, but in uh-huh. half an hour. So, uh, black and white. Like that. Yeah. Sky Arts, whole series. Because I was, I don't think I put it on there. Um, I was watching um, Portrait of the Year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it was on, on after that, so I thought, you know what? I thought you were going to say they were portraiting, drawing Alfred Hitchcock. No, because he's dead. Yeah. And they usually Just have... sensitive, that is. That yeah. Let's be honest. Be a bag of bones on the seat. Yeah. Because um, they get celebrities in. <laughs> they get celebrities in. And they sit there. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, they had Hitchcock right, there. Yeah, yeah, he'd be dead. They'd have to exhum him. But yeah. what I'm saying is, I was called insensitive for saying Hitchcock could be the the subject, mm. and then Gareth said he'd be a bag of bones on a seat. I think <laughs> <laughs> what that might be more insensitive. No. I don't. And they? No, because think... Gareth was just saying, in order for your thing to happen, there would need to be a, just a big bag of bones on the seat. Sure. Okay. So you're the insensitive yeah. one suggesting that that yeah. would happen. Okay. Well, now I'm just upset about it. <laughs> um, but you're right in thinking that could happen in an older episode. Yes, of from... course. But they could also do a 
drawing of someone that isn't there, right? Like they don't. Yeah, I guess. Why do you want people to draw dead bodies? I know. What is wrong with you? It's more Alfred Hitchcock in his heyday. You know, like Gareth saying, he's like, "Hello, welcome to." Yeah, yeah. An image of that you could. I have watched Portrait Arts of the Year before. Uh, Have they ever drawn Ainsley Harriet? That's a good. That's a very good question. Because they need to. (laughs) (laughs) He'd be brilliant. Rub it. Is it nice and spicy? (laughs) That's not a very good impression of him. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is the worst day ever. I I saw just really funny like things on like Instagram and TikTok. It's just like uh, Ainsley's like essentially his best moments, and the caption is someone just needs to arrest this man. (laughs) He cannot continue to do as he is. Uh, hello Jill apparently Jill's dead I've heard oh that is God. just <laughs> insensitive so if they did her on Portrait Arts of the Year Ellis well, they, couldn't. they couldn't That's why what would I'm... you <laughs> they he, couldn't he said so it on how... the um, on that uh, podcast with James Aircaster and you know, the menu one off menu yeah. he, he was on there and he said yeah she's passed on now really yeah oh. sorry <laughs> that's wrong me that has Christ did you know her well no no you've got a big smile on your face if it's wrong you <laughs> <laughs> it's just so what a weird situation this <laughs> turned out to be but also a weird situation for Jill in that video she's oh like, my god she's like what the hell is going on isn't she he comes in why hello Jill Ainsley Harris in your front room with a frying pan <laughs> what 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 like what goes through your head yeah. in that moment? I'd love it. Would you? I <laughs> think I'd love it, but I'd also be like, what? Mm. Gareth has an Ainsley Harriet pillow. A cushion, like. That's worrying. It was a gift. Yeah. A 30th birthday present, like a, like a keeper, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a milestone birthday. It's a good, it didn't get... need to be a keeper. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it has been. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've got the office on your list. Yeah, I've been uh, watching The Office just because... The US I've, Office. Yeah, yeah. I've been wanting like a 20-25-minute um, programme to watch that wasn't in Japanese. So I thought, <laughs> let's do The Office. Um, and I, I've i come up with a couple of epiphanies about it. Uh, like, The Office stops being as good as soon as Jim and Pam get married. Then it goes downhill. Mm. Uh, I find a lot of it like really difficult to watch, particularly when Michael's on the screen, because I just think sometimes they go way too overboard with the the cringe and the uh, like him just being an awful person humor. That sometimes <sighs> it's just really difficult. I think it's. Uh, I'm, I'm rewatching it at the minute. I think Michael is. I think the difference is with Michael as a character, he is genuinely often trying to do better. Like, it is a part of the show that Michael is trying to do better. There are some things that, like, uh, there was uh, the episode recently that I was like, I think this is when Michael is at his worst. Oh, it's when he outs Oscar. I think Uh, he gets worse. But I think that's one of the the way he is in that. But I think... I don't. I think a, and this doesn't excuse it, but there is definitely a massive shift uh, since the office was coming out, which yeah. is crazy because it's not the, that long ago. That it they came are out. making the point that this is awful. Yes, too. yeah. So, there is. He never gets away with it without getting some. Yeah. Even if it's just somewhat, you know, Jim is there to kind of highlight. He's a bit of a not. Yeah. Like that is the point. So, I think they're aware in what they're making, and I think personally, by the end he is redeemed slightly because he ha- he is better. He does hold back from saying certain things, which... I don't... Because my... So I prefer the US office to the British office um, just because I think it's much, like, easier watching. Yep. And as much as I love uh, Martin Freeman, I absolutely love John Krasinski. And the Jim and Pam relationship is what I watch The Office for, which is why I think it goes downhill after they get married and that... Is like completed but I think if you look at the first episode with David Brent to the last one you really do see oh he is different and when he tells off his colleague and stuff he's not looking at the camera mm. to be like I'm doing this for the camera whereas a lot of times 
it's it's very obvious that Michael is doing it for the camera and for the appearance and it shouldn't take eight seasons and it happens to all of them I mean Dwight turns into way more of a caricature I, well on. I think Dwight is the, the I know morally Michael has a lot wrong with a lot wrong with him but Dwight is pretty messed up he kills a cat someone's mm. cat for God's sake yeah. sets fire to a like basically smokes out the yeah. building and then wrecks the <laughs> have you seen the US office guys yeah yeah, yeah. Like, yeah it's yeah. funny but it's like I think this is it it's like it is all played for comedy and it is now like people are going to tread light people are going to watch things and think yeah I'm uncomfortable about that and other people are going to be able to see yeah. past it and see that it is what it is but but I do think what's his name Creed no oh. Ultron Robert California James yeah James Spader James Spader, Spader or Spade Spade I think Spader one of the same. One of them. Not David Spade. Who's he play? Robert California. The guy who comes in as the next boss. Oh, yeah. He, <laughs> he is superb. He's excellent. And yeah. also, uh, I didn't get this until this rewatch, Ryan is one of the best characters. Just, he is one of the funniest and just throughout, because obviously his character shifts so much to what it was at the start and then he becomes like really rich and successful and then down and stuff. He... Honestly, almost every line he he like delivered, especially in the later seasons, it, it got me every single time. Did he write it? He's one of the writers, I think. Yeah. One of the writers on the, yeah. yeah on certain episodes, I think. As is the guy who plays Toby, and he like mm-hmm. if he's writing, he he doesn't yeah do the because he didn't like acting. Mm-hmm. And Mindy Kaling, I think, yeah, also wrote. So we're at about the halfway point. Yeah. I reckon it's time for a half halfway question. Have you got one? I have. Oh. <laughs> so, we've spoken a lot about things that are coming out on Netflix, whether that be Auntie Donna's or The Office. Obviously, that didn't come out on Netflix. The Grey Man. My question is, what is the best Netflix original film? Jesus. Hang on. So of all the Netflix, Netflix original, original films. While we do this, actually, no, I'll come back to that. <laughs> well, while we have a look, I might open the fly-infused orange. Tangy, this. It was very tangy. How do we feel about the fly-infused? I feel like Gwyneth's going to say... two flies in there. there. I think it's one... One quickly floating around. One in bits. Uh, have you got a favourite while we're having a look? Um, well, because you must have an answer to this. Well, I always think because like, the famous ones are... Like Bird Box. Here we go. And things like that. I think one of the best is Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Like, that Mm -hmm. was absolutely exceptional. I can't believe, after all that went on last year, on one that didn't immediately come together. But, (laughs) I think the the best... So, yeah, there's Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Bird Box is okay. That's a really famous one. But the best Netflix original, although it's kind of... is in collaboration with another company, I guess it's a Netflix original. The Mitchells versus the Machines. I was assume. talking about what about the harder they fall. The harder they fall is a good one as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah Bang yeah. on about that. I think. Bloody <laughs> banged on about that. Honestly, and he hyped up. Did he do the same with you? Where he hyped up so much. No, he left me be with it. Oh. Yeah, it was yeah. like every single week he was like, oh, I can't wait for this. Well, you talk you quite it. regularly about mm, it, don't you? Yeah. I just mm. think you guys actually hate me, um, and that's fine, but. <laughs> this is a bit of a. Intervention. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I think if I'm able to give my top three, go on. Um, I think I'm not gonna. Should I include Mitchell vs. Machines? Maybe oh, not. I don't know. It's a Sony let's, film, let's isn't not, it? Yeah, Although it's exclusively it. released on Netflix. I think I would go. My Rainey's Black Bottom. Yeah. Probably number three. Mm-hmm. I think Trial of Chicago Seven. Mm, that was good. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was good. Yeah. And I think for me, the top one is Marriage Story. Marriage Story. I oh, think. there's also The Irishman, isn't there? I was going to say The Irishman. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. Ooh, it's good. It's like, it's long. Yeah. But I sat through R and had a great time. Yeah, so maybe yeah. long films were... <laughs> oh my Jeez. God. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Is that, a norm- like that <laughs> Is that a normal sneeze or... Yeah, well, I showed it off of the pod. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> The answer to is that a normal sneeze is no. <laughs> it is not a normal sneeze at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, tick, tick, boom came out last year. That was quite good. Not in my top three, but that's a good one. 
Uh, <coughs> you're really milking sneeze. it. Yeah. I'm allergic to shit opinion. Sorry, Alice. Uh, um, have you seen The Two Popes? No. That's no. really good. That's all I have to say he, about it. So is that on your... He's thinking of retiring, isn't he? Well, the Pope. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that today. He went to Canada and he was struggling. Yeah. Basically. Mm. And he went, I'm 85, I'm probably too old for this. Because there's two of them, right? That's yeah. The well, point. the two Popes. Yeah. And if the sequel will be, if he retires, there'll the be one the three Pope. Popes. Oh, right. So. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> uh, Hustle was good. That came out recently. Don't know if you guys have watched no, that. No, it's on my list. The Adam Sandler one. Basketball. Oh, yeah. It's good. I don't know... My problem is, mm. is Adam Sandler has come out with some great films recently, but because they say Adam Sandler on it, I always just go, I'm not sure if I want to watch it, because in my head he's grown up bedtime stories and shit mm. films like that. I couldn't cope with Uncut Gems, I switched it off. I still haven't seen it. No, me neither. It's Plus the most popular Sandler. film on Letterboxd that I've not seen, so yeah, like the one that... Most people have watched that. Obviously. If you fancy a panic attack, then I'd watch then it. But click it on. Oh yeah. no, Boiling Point gave me that. Really that horrible. Because yeah. yeah. Adam Sandler is someone who's kind of living on Netflix because he did Uncut Gems. That was a Netflix film, wasn't mm. it? Um, the what was the one? The Murder Mystery one. Murder Mystery, I think it was called. Uh, yeah. Hubie Halloween Hustle. He's kind of in with Netflix at the minute. Mm. So The Lost Daughter, I really liked. Yeah, the Olivia with Coleman Olivia Coleman, yeah. Mm. Don't know if she won a award for it, but she probably should have. Um, yeah, that was really good. Okay, so, okay. top three. Your top three is Ma Rainey's... Child of Chicago's Heaven and Marriage Story is definitely at the top. Marriage Story, okay. Are we doing a top three? Yeah. Right. Uh, I'd probably go... Have you got a top three? Uh, yeah, I think I'd go The Irishman, Ma Rainey's, The Harder They Fall. I think. Wow, what are you looking at me like that? I don't know. I want to watch The Harder They Fall with you. Uh-huh. Because I, yeah, it really did not live up to expectations for me. I think there is I an element of, I went with, uh, for the London Film Festival, I went to see it. So I think there was an element of, I was so surprised with just how much I loved it. Mm. I was like, oh, wow, this is incredible. Because I wanted to see Last Night in Soho, but then was like, oh, I could also go and see this one that's being shown. Um, in no particular order, Irishman, um Trial of Chicago 7, probably. And you've both said Ma Rainey, so I might steer clear from that. Just to be... Different. The, the Lost Daughter. Nice. Yeah. So there is good stuff. It's good stuff. On Netflix. But after, I think post-pandemic, when they thought, well, we have to buy films out so we can show them on Netflix. Yeah. But also, like, when those, you know, it wasn't nine films, because there were duplicates, but let's say nine just for <laughs> ease... There's so much shit on there as well. Yeah, there There's is. so yeah, much. Yeah. And, it, I mean, Netflix is obviously going through big issues with losing subscribers and all yeah. that stuff. And, um, oh, no. I'm pouring Sorry, it. Gary, Here we go. Going, oh, oh, just in the... Oh, he goes. Oh. He's out. So, <laughs> uh, the juice is safe for everyone else now if you want some. I mean, I'll I can have it. that one if you want, Gaz. I no, did no, no. buy it. No. <laughs> I'll have some of the non-fly juice even though it is definitely still fly there is definitely two in there I think we'll call it fly infused I think that's yeah well Alan let me finish this (laughs) (laughs) let me finish up the nice one yeah so Um, I've just spilt it on myself yeah Netflix is going through issues right now because it's other platforms are getting better with doing original stuff like Amazon Mm -hmm. is obviously you've got the boys and you've got um, Lord of the Rings coming out on it HBO is HBO and I think Apple is the one to watch Apple's doing it really I mean I've been watching have you watched Severance um, it's on my list is it good uh, yeah it's one it's sort of what you were saying about wanting to like pace yourself and stuff I uh-huh. like watching an episode having I'm a afraid. few days just to like think it over well, hot off the press, I saw that today that uh, Martin Scorsese and DiCaprio are making something on Apple TV. Really? Making yeah. a new film. Interesting. It's True not story. their new, new one, is it? Flowers it's something to do with um, a ship that is sort of based in the 1700s, about a book. Right. book. Mm. Pirates. I, I, I did finish the morning show on Apple TV oh, yeah? this month. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did see that actually, yeah. Season two is naff, as you like. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. They decided to keep with the times... And it's all about the build-up to the, the pandemic. 
because it's based around um, a news channel. Mm-hmm. So it's the pandemic and um, Black Lives Matter as well. And it's all just a bit clunky and cheesy and naff. Sure. And by the final episode, it's full on naff. But you stuck with it? Stuck with it because Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, good cast. Mama mm-hmm. didn't raise no quitter. Exactly. Well, Reese with <laughs> Reese Witherspoon, uh, or without, it's up to you. <laughs> I, I wanted to, but I, was tr- I couldn't think of how, the best way to do it. Uh, she produced Where the Crawdads Sing, which me and Gareth have seen. Gwilym hasn't yet, and don't ever, I think. Wow. Um, like... Oh, it's tangy. It's not, I wouldn't say Where the Crawdads Sing was tangy. No, the it, orange juice is right, tangy. Uh, it... It's based on a book and it's really naff. Uh, it's really. It's like mixes un- non chronologically between the past, the present, which is a court case, and then much further in the past when she was a kid. So it like does all of that sort of stuff. Uh, the court case bits are good because everyone loves a courtroom drama. Because Paddington 2. Paddington 2. Mainly because of David Strathairn, I think his name is, who played the lawyer. He's really good in it, but was it? Uh, what? How was Des Desger Az Joan? I'm Des- sorry. <laughs> how was Des? Good and stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Toast. Um. Did how was what? Daisy Edgar Jones? Uh, she's all right. Is this the main woman? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she. Hadn't, to me, she didn't have that great of um, presence. No. But then I think it was the character's fault. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Because I thought she was really good in normal people. But I've seen it. She's great and fresh. The horror. Yeah. Thing. So well, this is a an, an anomaly. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't think it's her fault. Hmm. It's really naff. They get their clothes off really quickly. Mm. My like type it, of film. Yeah. <laughs> but then they don't. Oh. Like you know when it's just it's always above shoulder. Oh, I don't mind that. Respectful. Yeah. Like I yeah yeah no 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 no. <laughs> I appreciate that, but. It's happening all the time. It's just the same shot of the, above their shoulders, then taking their clothes well, what off. What happens is they just start kissing. They just start, and all of a sudden, tops off. Yeah. In the not, and you think that's fine in a bedroom. They're on the they're on the, on the porch. Beach. Yeah, but, the porch beach. Can I say this may come off weird, and I hope it doesn't. It's definitely going to. It's definitely going to. <laughs> it's like I find that camera shot really distracting mm. because I'm like in my head, I'm going. You know, I don't need to see them naked. I don't need to do that. I don't. Game of Thrones isn't needing everything, but like, I can't help but thinking like, how far are they naked? Where where does it start? Where like, I'm thinking of like, what's the crew is. It's distracting, it. isn't it? It's distracting. Yeah. Just about uh, <laughs> just about there. Yeah. Yeah. That it was distracting. distracting. I'll tell you what was distracting. Watching where the crawdads sink. Gareth dropping his popcorn. Oh yeah, I dropped my popcorn. Oh, and then I heard from down the row a subtle, shit. <laughs> but it sounded more dramatic because the box was empty. Right. So you were laughing for no good reason, really. No, because I thought you'd sweet your popcorn up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been traumatic. It I'd eaten been. half of it before we walked in because you were waiting for your chicken strips. Yeah, chicken, strips, chicken strips at the cinema. They were lovely and I would do it again. They came with wedges, but it took them ages to make them. That's crazy. Yeah, I think it's crazy to unless you go to like um, I don't know like an everyman or a curtain to order like proper food with your meal you hadn't had dinner as you to be fair I hadn't had dinner that's no, why you were hungry so boy I was going to get nachos and then I got there and I was like oh maybe I'll just try this well Ellis needed his dinner didn't he you're hungry right. boy let's move on you're hungry boy aren't you stop it what's happening <laughs> am I on orange juice I had a glass of this yeah. this morning as well Oh I've had a lot gosh. of orange juice today. Okay. Sorry, mate. Yeah. So when I walked in with the orange OJ. juice, that's why you were annoyed. Hey. <laughs> um, so this is episode two of this podcast, That's right? correct. And yeah. we want to build up, you know, really build these things into play. And so one of the great features that um, we thought we'd start with was mm-hmm. the film club. So I'm really interested to hear, because last month, well, we I said, you should watch Sister Act 2. Back, Back and have it. That's so, the subtitle. Yeah, yeah not no, just no, I, I know about Cicerag too. Back You've seen it, right? Yeah. I've seen parts of it. The birth of Lauren Hill's film career ended there too. Uh, so, Alice, what do you think of it? It was absolutely brilliant, yeah. Um, What's your fa- favourite scene? 
Did you like it when she got back in the habit? Yes, that was probably the best bit yeah, when yeah, she was yeah, putting the habit fair. back yeah, on. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was the best. Look, I didn't watch it, okay? I'm really sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's been a weird month. Yeah. I didn't get around to watching it, but I will for the next one. Mm-hmm. And we'll just have another film club to talk about. He is really bad at this. I remember when I was doing I my know. Masters, we did a thing where we wanted to send each other three films a month, uh, a month to watch. Yeah. He sent me his three films. I've watched them within a week or two. <laughs> within an hour. <laughs> I've watched them. At the same time. Yeah, um, yeah. No, and uh, sometimes it took him two months to get around to the films that I sent him. You're a busy guy, to be fair to you. Yeah, it's, it, it's partly that, and it's partly... This month is that I haven't actually watched that many films. Like, if you look at my list... You've watched more than me. <laughs> I have watched more than you, but, like... I'm going to delve into your list. Go on. It's okay, because you can watch it next month. It's, there's you know, probably What I'm saying is there's probably a reason for me watching each one that I've watched. Yeah, because of, yeah. Because of podcast and because of blog stuff that we've got planned as well. Mm-hmm. What is Glen Gary Glenrose? Oh. A great film. It's really good. It's, it's, uh... Just reel a cast off. Yeah. Al Pacino. Jack Lemmon. Jack Lemmon. Uh, Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Uh, Ed Harris. And they're literally... They're all Salesmen. salesmen. And they are, they're like trying to pit against each other. It's just pretty much all based in that office, isn't it? Yeah, they've basically got a day or something to make some sales, otherwise get fired. And yeah. it's very cutthroat. And Al Pacino's there shouting. Al Pacino, it's one of his best. He's really funny in it. Yeah. He's so good. Better than Godfather? No, no. One of his best. But one of Yeah, one of Yeah, yeah. Another one of Al Pacino's best is Donnie Brasco. He's so good in that with Johnny Depp. What's up this month? And he's really, really good. All right, I want to ask about Heat. Because yes, another good one. Yeah, because I was recommended Heat uh, a couple of years ago, um, and it wasn't on Netflix at the time. Then it's recently come on Netflix, and I wanted to put it on. Now I was like, it's three hours. Uh, I don't really want to watch it now. So, would you say it's worth the three hours? Would you say it's? I haven't seen it. You haven't seen Heat either. I wouldn't say it is. Oh my god. Like it, I thought uh, you liked it. it. Uh, yeah, I liked it. It's really good. I wouldn't say it's worth. Like it's a long film, mm. and it could be a lot shorter. So I wouldn't say it's worth the three hours. However, it is a good film. Like if you're trying to find the yeah, space yeah. to film with that, then yes, it's like the bits. It's De Niro and Pacino. Do you know what I mean? I watched the like, restaurant scene. Yeah, yeah, the restaurant. But then if you've watched, like the restaurant scene is one of the best scenes, and then the ending is really clever. The way the conclusion all like kind of pans out when the heat comes in when the heat yeah when they turn like, the what heat. are we some kind of heat yeah they say yeah. that yeah. yes yeah um what happens is Al Pacino comes in and he goes why hello Jill and then from there ends the Harriet <laughs> don't try and hide your laugh because you know I'm funny that's <laughs> really sensitive isn't it yeah. to find out she passed away look we're honouring Jill what's your problem it was a best performance in Heat. It was. It was. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was good. Didn't it? No, Heat is really good. But when you say, "Is it worth the three hours?" It is a lot to sit through. And I don't think now, although I watched it and thought that was a good film, I wouldn't want to rewatch it. Mm. I, Do you know what I'm tempted to watch? Which is on your list. Go on. I wasn't tempted until a couple of days ago. Minions: Rise of Gru. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, that sneezes everywhere. Yeah. Bless you. Thank you. You've seen it. Have you seen it? Uh, no, because I <laughs> I value my time and my life. You have that I episodes. thought I did not want to watch Minions Rise of Crow. <laughs> What's tempting me about it? I guess it's a bit like a silent film in that they don't really speak. Uh, they yell do so much. that adverts just yelling. Yeah, I, they do annoy me to the core, but I'm yeah. thinking, well, over to you. You've seen it. You're right. Minions are annoying to the like they are just the worst, and they make a lot of noise. But you gave it a three. The film is good. The film is like actually entertaining. Uh, the soundtrack's great. Uh, the the opening's really good. They do a James Bond style opening credits, which mm-hmm. is really funny. But I was saying to Gwill on talk about that it is the visual gags that make it so good. So in the background, that you'll just see the minions doing little things, and it's just really funny. 
like because they're small yellow things and then they're acting like doing things that are behavioral to how we act as humans so like there's one bit when a guy picks up a baseball bat and another minion just puts his hand across him and just gives him eyes i'd say don't do that and it's just so subtle and it's really for it is really funny but you still have to put up with the screen minions and yeah it's only because i've got an unlimited card i'm a slightly tempted yeah but... do it if you look if you're looking for something to go see go see it i right. did take my little sister she enjoyed it also mm-hmm. all right well um one of the reasons we're here today is that we're about to record something are we allowed to talk about this of course we are yeah yeah about to record a uh, a, a, cl- a climactic podcast yeah where we discuss the 100 best films of all time don't know how it's going to go it's a bit of a behind, behind the scenes mm. look here. It's the end of our decade saga. It is, yeah. You you know, don't you, Alice? I know the list. Crazy. Yeah, I know the list. And it's, I think it's a really good culmination of A, us, like, and talk about, and what we know that our listeners like, and what we like, and what we talk about a lot. But it's a mix of that and also just really, really good films. Every film on there. I mean, we said before, any of the 60 films that are up for grabs, being in the top 10, we would be like, okay, yeah, because they're all good films. Mm-hmm. Other than, I don't know, if it, I love you. You know that. I do love you. <laughs> Here we if go. Surf's Up did come in the top 10, I would no, have gone. I, and if it does, I will go, it is, it is. really. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That is one that will make me go. Really? Yeah. Whereas you have a wild cards, fully agree if they came yeah. out, I would. Well, there's, we've had over 50 votes on the list. Over 50 people have got involved and sent, sent lists, got involved with the list. It's a good mix, I, I think. Mm. And seeing as though we're behind the scenes in it, because we're going to mm-hmm. talk about all this in a minute, just yeah, watch, yeah. listen to the other one. Uh-huh. Uh, I feel like uh, Jonathan Ross here interviewing two podcasts. But 100 episodes. Yeah. How's that journey been? It's been good, I think, yeah. <laughs> you waiting for my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's waiting yeah. for a joke yeah. or something. No, it's been really good. I'm really... I've liked seeing how the podcast has evolved. How what, How has it evolved? Oh, if you listen to, like, the first two or three episodes and listen to what it is now, not only is the, the formatting better and um, the, I guess, the, the content of... Uh, how we create the episodes but also just I know for me my explanations and how I talk and how I yeah. deliver what I think is just so much better well we probably each watched about 500 films since yeah. starting the podcast it's I reckon gross. maybe not quite but around I that. think probably around yeah and like so our, our knowledge has expanded for doing the podcast but also it's now just when I We've said before, we really like to listen back to it. We're fans of our own podcast. We were on a podcast called Just Get a Real Job last week. Did we record mm-hmm. that? And it's coming out in a few weeks. And he basically asks for an hour. And like, it was like we were on a, it. Was, yeah. We were being interviewed and it was really interesting to talk about it. We were saying like, he said, do you have any advice for people starting a podcast? And one of my answers was be able to listen to it. Be a fan of your own podcast. Because if you can't listen to your own, then it's not good enough yeah. and at the beginning I didn't used to listen all the time because I I don't know I just didn't obviously I wasn't quite happy with it whereas now I look forward to listening back even though I mm-hmm. edit it as well I look forward to listening back so I'm just proud of it really yeah. proud of what we got no it should be how long have you been doing it 100 episodes is how many just over two years so right. in a month we'll have been doing it for two years mm. but but we did t- it might be around two years now because we took a week off or Mm. there's been a few I think it was end of I'm sure it was end of August that we August. recorded the but we are also having a break in August yes. a, a, like two weeks I can't remember what we decided yeah, now which is the first time we've ever done that yeah, <laughs> yeah you definitely should so we're going to have yeah. a break yeah. and then um, decide what the next because you called it the other day this is the decade saga of talk yeah. about it is yeah. so, so it's so what the next saga is going to be for the next hundred I, if I'm honest I I can talk about this now as well. When we got to the last decade one, I was like, oh, I can just watch what I want now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we were the same. Yeah. I'm really glad I did it because mm. we've watched it. And especially in lockdown, it was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, there were so many like, 80s films and 90s films that like 
I'd always heard about and I hadn't watched. Like, yeah, yeah. It's what, and I've watched some of I mean, Speed was my favourite 90s film and still is. And I, yeah. I don't think I would have ever got around to watching it if not for the pod. Hmm. I love it. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought, uh, while you're here, yeah, yeah. you may as well talk yeah, about yeah, your yeah, yeah, guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, have we exhausted our lists? Or, or well, I, I think about... Anything else you want to say? Uh, well, yeah, but I guess it's a film club. But it's whether I... Because I haven't watched yours, whether we have two for the next month. Or whether I think so. it means that Sister Act carries over. What do you think? Uh, no, I think we have two. Okay. Well, So I, you've got a film club then? I do have a film club. So our focus film club, something that I recommend Gareth should watch in the next month. The only thing is with this, I think it is like... One ninety nine on Prime or something. You do have to oh. actually rent it. Mm. Cost of living crisis. Mm. Just saying. Mm. Inflation, mate. Mm. It's fine. I can rent. Look, I can rent. The, the alter. Yeah. Okay. Look. Let me just say it. I haven't watched Sister Act two because uh, I'm a knob. So if <laughs> if, if you yeah. don't, then that's that. But it is blind spotting. Blind spotting. Blind spotting. Let me search that. Talk to me about it. Blind spotting is a film starring uh, David Diggs. Is that the right name? Who was in... Was he in Hamilton? David Diggs? Sure. <laughs> I haven't seen Blind well, Spotting. No, but you've know. seen Hamilton. Yeah, but... but um, I thought you might know the name, David Diggs. He's playing Sebastian in the live-action Little Mermaid, David Diggs. Um, and it's basically about uh, two friends. One of them is a black male and one of them is a white male. And it's about their uh, dynamic, basically down to their race and how they how they grow up. The, the white male has grown up with a lot of black people in his life. His wife is, is black. Uh, and they, it's just about their chemistry and their dynamic and their relationship. And it's also about police brutality as well. And it's, it's one of the greatest bits of cinema I think I've seen. It's honestly, it's really, really good. If I'd have watched this before the decades list, it would have been on the teens. It would have been up there. Uh, it's really really good it's funny as well like it's a dark comedy so it's really funny in places yeah just 95 minutes as well 95 minutes yeah oh, nice and love, quick sweet love spot. to hear that yeah. sweet spot mm-hmm. when I see a film that's like I don't know one and a half hours to one hour, and, uh, one hour 40 I'm like that is stick it on yeah, yeah that's perfect but the plot is like he's he's basically on probation and he's got three days left. Mm. And it's like how he's surviving those last... Th- he's finding those three days the toughest because he could slip up and then ruin it all at the yeah. last second. So it's all, it's all about that. And it's about changing changing the way you look at race when you've yeah. been... Like he's been ex- like kind of, I guess, exposed to it. So it's how they get along. So yeah, that, that would be my film club is blind spotting. Consider it rented. Nice. And I'll watch this track too, back in the habit. Probably in the next week, just so, you know, I can feel better it'll, about myself. It'll cheer you right up, mate. Uh-huh. It will. Nice. Well, this is it. This is it. That's an hour gone. An hour gone. How was that, Will? It was long. It felt like 60 minutes. <laughs> uh, well, uh, this is the only place, guarantee, that you can get fly in your drink. Yeah. Yeah. Which... I'm happy that I didn't end up drinking it if I drink. Uh, so. Oh, did you manage to polish yeah. off at the end of that? Yeah. Well, well done. Thank you. Um, I, I give this drink out of five. I'll knock a half star off because of the fly, if I'm honest. Right. Um, three and a half stars. That's wow. all right. I can take that. Wow. It's a good orange juice. That means orange it's juice really good. a four. Yeah, because yeah. the fly didn't any actually o- change Any it, other day. Yeah. Any other... Mm-hmm. You know, autumn or winter, you wouldn't have had that flying there. Are you all right with half stars? Because usually you kick up a first. I can deal with it for drinks. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. yeah, yeah okay. It's fine, yeah. I can deal with that. <laughs> well, I'm giving this a four and a half half star. And a half half. Yeah. Right, now I'm triggered. Thanks for listening. We've been Ennis Barthorpe, Gareth Bradwick and special guest William Roberts. You can follow us on at Focus Film blog and read new reviews on focusfilm.online. 
With thanks to Charles Whitcomb for the theme music. 